0: He's
1: a semi-aquatic, 8 laying mammal of action. He's a furry little flatfoot who never flinched from a fray. He's got more than just mad skill. He's got a beaver a tail and a bill. And the women swoon
0: whenever they hear him say. Classy, sassy, and a little bit gassy. It's Perry! Perry the platypus! Perry!
1: Agent P!
0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Thanks for participating. I'm Sydney,
1: and I'm Josh. And that was the sound of a pinguo sidah,
0: an apple cedra?
1: an apple cedra. It looks like it says da ping da guo ping, but it's like backwards. So I mean, no one would really know that. But I picked this up at the Asian market today. And anyway, and I'm the other host of this podcast, Josh.
0: It's been a long time since we've done What Are We Drinking on our podcast.
1: I just took a sip. It doesn't taste like apple cider, which you would expect if it was called apple cedra. It just tastes like carbonated apple juice.
0: Yeah, we uh, looked up sidra to see what language that was and if it was language. Apparently, it's cider in Latvian. Not that you needed to know that, but.
1: Um, so this is Thanks for Participating, a podcast that Sydney and I started almost two years ago, about like a year and a half ago. We started the podcast with the intent to document our early stages, early days, early years of our marriage, episode by episode, introducing each other to things that we individually enjoy that the other has not experienced yet. And today we are actually joined by an in studio guest.
0: Hi. My sister, (laughs) Livvy. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Here's a proper hi.
1: (laughs) We have only attempted to have in person guests one other time and that was when we had Sydney's other siblings Mel and McKay on about a year ago to do HR Puffin stuff and that was really tricky logistics go because we didn't have very long cords now we have a little bit more hardware and boom arms for our mics and longer cords that we can spread out a little bit better so hopefully the audio ends up a little bit better plus we only have one guest instead of two guests trying to share the third mic and so we'll see how it goes
0: yeah i think now we've got the complete like hands siblings on the podcast and i think the only person we're really missing from my family is my mom
1: and rosie the dog
0: rosie forget about you don't hands. want her on here though she is yappy
1: i just feel like she'd be a lot more vocal and easier to listen to than the other dog sage who really only barks when she's upset at rosie for being stupid <laughs>
0: yeah rosie will be vocal for you did
2: you just made Rosie sound like a crusty dog, like a little chihuahua or something?
0: Well, okay, so sh- Rosie is a blue healer. And it's funny because my parents got Rosie when I left to serve an LDS mission in New York City. We also got sheep. Yeah, and so I came home. When I came home, I was gone for 18 months. I didn't see my family at all. I knew they had gotten a dog because, you know, we can talk to them and stuff. But when I came home, like, I'd never met this dog before. And... Like, I came home to her, and she was so yappy. And my family is not a fan of small dogs. No hate to anyone who does like small dogs, but we're not fans. And I turned to my parents, and I was like, I thought we agreed not to get a yappy dog. And they were like, we did. We didn't find out until it was too late. And so that's the story of Rosie. Sadly. (laughs) She's a cutie, though.
1: She has. She's a dog known for being very athletic. However, she in particular has the stature of a pig. <laughs> she
0: really does, though. She's so stocky. Wait, what's that?
2: Oh, her body shape. Yes. Yeah, oh, she really does. She
0: does. She's also very dedicated tennis balls. I wasn't around when this happened, but I guess she gave herself a concussion trying to catch a tennis ball once. Yes, she ran into mom's. Yeah, she mom. She ran into mom's
2: dresser and gave herself a concussion.
0: Yeah.
1: Didn't you also give the other dog Sage a concussion when you? Sl- hit the brakes and she slammed into the dashboard.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I gave her a concussion, but this I was sort happen? of brain damage. Some sort of I mean, it's clear there's some brain damage there with that dog, but I got a car my senior year and it was a stick shift and I'd never driven a stick shift before and it was the day before school started and I wanted to be able to drive my brand new like 1998 uh Plymouth Neon to school and show everyone my, quote, new car. And so, yeah, we called it the cockroach. It really was a piece of junk, but it got me where I needed to go. And so I took it to a church parking lot and I practiced and I got really good at, like, driving forward. But reverse is where I really hit the issues and I would stall out. And I took Sage with me because she's my home dog.
1: And she's uh about twice the size of Rosie, who yeah. also is not a small dog. but. So she's an even bigger dog.
0: Sage is about the size of a small horse. Like a bear.
1: Like bigger than a bear cub.
0: And she's chunky too, but she wasn't as chunky before when I was in high school. And so I took her and I put her in my passenger seat and I was practicing stick shift, but I'd reverse and I'd stall out and she'd just go flying into the (laughs) dashboard. And she hit her head several times. I felt so bad for the poor dog, but she helped me learn stick shift. That explains why she's so stupid now. <laughs> she's always kind of been a doofus. A very cute doofus, though.
2: That's debatable. I'm just kidding. I love to say it. She's adorable. She is cutest animal we have besides Winnie.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, before we jump into the body of the episode today, we have a couple items of housekeeping to attend to. First of which is a brand new five star review on iTunes. We have promised that we will shout out new reviews that we get on iTunes live on the podcast, and we will continue to uphold our end of that promise as long as we don't keep getting, if as long as we don't get too many. Because if between now and next time we get 1,000 reviews, we're not going to read 1,000 reviews on the podcast. But we will uphold our end as long as you uphold your end moderately. <laughs> But well, as, as soon as we become super famous and this podcast has millions and millions of downloads a, a month, then we might, you know, rescind that agreement. But for now, it still stands. So I'm going to read that right now. This is a review from Curry Bun, and it's titled Livy wants- Livvy Wants a Curry Bun. And I can only guess as to who wrote this review. She may or may not have be sitting in the room with us now, um, but the, the review is as so This is the only podcast I've listened to where I can tell just by hearing someone speak that they have really cool sisters and hot. <laughs> but somehow Sid is able to convey that. They're also <laughs> a really cute couple and it's fun to listen and hear about their new experiences together:
2: um, I really think the youngest is the best. she's really kind of hot and the youngest um, of
1: the funniest the two hosts or the youngest of one of the hosts sisters.
2: The host sisters. Gotcha, gotcha. She's really funny, and she's really hot and smart, and she looks really good too. I don't think I can explain how good she looks, but yeah. Especially when we have boys, our eyes closed.
0: She's single.
2: I no, please, please no. I also like people who are not real. So boys, back off.
1: Yeah, we we already had an hour long conversation about how cute Tom Felton is tonight. Draco so.
2: Malfoy. Not Tom Felton.
1: That episode is ex- available exclusive on our Patreon that we haven't made yet. But if you want to hear us fangirl over Tom Felton for an hour.
0: So what I'm hearing, Liv, is you like Draco Malfoy, but not Tom Felton. So you like greasy hair and douchebag behavior.
2: Um, I like douchebag behavior because that's literally the only behavior I have been. Um.
1: <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do?
2: What you, what you gonna, gonna
0: do when they the come for you?
2: Um. Well, greasy hair is not a huge part of it after, like, when he's my age. And I only like him when he's my age in the fourth movie. Oh, Except
1: that's the why actor. The fourth
0: movie's your favorite.
1: The actor no, was probably just the best. in his 20s by that time playing a 15, 14, 15 year
2: old.
0: Yeah. Ew. He was probably at least, like, 18 or 19. I
2: can't stand people who are older than me. Besides, yeah.
0: Clearly, we've got some preteen or teenage hormones going on over here. (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to
1: cut out all of the thirsty Livy audio.
0: (laughs) Please do. This is embarrassing.
1: Oh, but okay. Speaking of thirst, we (laughs) all have drinks. Why don't you say what we are drinking on the podcast? I already talked about my apple cedra, my pinguacida.
0: I'm drinking. I guess this isn't my go-to, but it used to be my go-to. The Rockstar Fruit Punch. Because trying- we are
1: recording this podcast at 2. Th- we are starting the podcast at 2 30 a.m.
0: It's 3 in the morning and I'm trying to change my mind. Okay. This calls until my
2: message. You reply. reply. what do, do you only call me when you're high? what do you only call me when you're
0: high?
2: do you only call me when you're high?
0: We're really punchy tonight. <laughs> All right. It's all the
2: vodka that I drink.
0: Liv, what you drinking tonight? Vodka. We did not give a minor alcohol.
2: Yeah, I'm drinking a Monster. Same thing. We did give a minor an energy zero drink. Monster Zero <laughs> Ultra
1: or whatever the white flavor is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um the other item of business to attend to is we wanted to announce that from now until September, we will be releasing weekly episodes. We've never done that. We've bef- we've never done that before. Since we started the podcast, our goal was to do every other week, and there have been periods of time that we've done really well, and then there have been a number of times that we have gone on unintentional hiatus due to scheduling conflicts and this, that, and the other, but we're in a position now that throughout the summer, we will be releasing weekly episodes as long as Sydney uh, doesn't poop her pants too many times.
2: I don't think... We actually, I think that will be a really hard thing to... Sydney will not wear her diaper. <laughs> she she literally refuses. We
0: actually were doing a pretty good job of releasing them every week until we got COVID. So that made things a little rough.
1: Yeah. So this, this episode will be coming out a week later than we originally planned. But we already have a different episode that we recorded with a guest ready to be released. But... We like to go every other Sid introducing me to something, me introducing to Sid to something. And so that other one that we recorded, we recorded like six weeks ago. <laughs> and it was something that I introduced Sydney to, but we wanted to put one in between before we released that one out. But then as Sid said, we came back from a trip to Texas, caught COVID, and it threw a wrench in all of our plans.
0: Yeah. But that next episode is a good one. So y'all better get excited.
1: Okay. You better. I brought up Texas and you went straight to the y'all. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I don't even realize that I do that. <laughs> I, the funny thing is, I've never even lived in Texas. Like, And my dad, he, I mean, he was born and raised in Texas, but my dad is not a Texan. Like, if you, like, he does not, I mean, I don't want to say he hates Texas, but he does not like the heat or the humidity and, like, would never, ever move back there. And, like, he never picked up on, like, the accent or, like, the mannerisms or anything and so like you would never know my dad is Texas. like was born and raised in texas just from like talking to him but like but for some reason i picked up y'all
2: i think we all did i think all of us have picked up y'all
1: no it's just sydney and it's only when we're recording the podcast that sydney says y'all it just
0: is it really <laughs> a Texan it by is heart <laughs> like i don't know. know if you've realized
1: but i spend a lot of time with you and so <laughs> No way. But it always catches me off guards whenever all of a sudden your speaking patterns change. And when we record the podcast, that happens. And you <laughs> all of a sudden, because you're all of a sudden speaking to not just me, but also to the listeners. And so subconsciously, you're like, my audience is plural, so I have to say y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I don't address groups very much in front of you.
1: Yeah. And so I'm not, I have no problem with saying y'all. I just like calling you out because I know that you don't notice that you're saying it. I don't. Okay. My other my last announcement is that we have a merch store. We a couple designs are up on our merchandise website, uh, with our podcast logo and a couple different variations that you can get on a shirt, a hoodie, a mug, anything. Um we'll talk a little bit about it at the end of the podcast. And yeah, and that's it.
0: It's dope, y'all.
1: Last thing that we need to do before we can jump into the theme of the episode is we have introduced discussion questions. And in our last episode that we recorded with Casey Winters, the discussion question was, what would you name your plane pet snake? The pet snake that you keep in your plane. We're going to turn this question over. Have you ever seen Indiana Jones?
2: No, but I love snakes. Those are my favorite animals. Oh,
1: yeah? And so in the very opening scene of Indiana Jones, uh, Harrison Ford, his character's name is Indiana Jones, and he's running out of like in the South American jungle, and he's running away from this tribe of indigenous people that are trying to shoot him with bows and arrows and throw spears at him. And so he's trying to run away, and his friend has a <laughs> plane floating on the water in the river. And so he's running down the hill, and he goes, like, start the start the engine, start the plane. And so they, he jumps in the water, swims over, gets in the plane, and they, like, barely escape. And at, right as he gets in the plane and the plane takes off, He looks down, and there's a huge snake in his lap. And his character is deathly afraid of snakes. Like That's his one big character trait, is that he just hates snakes. And so he goes, like, Chuck, why is there a snake in the plane? And his friend's like, oh, that's just my pet snake, Reggie. Like, (laughs) the snake's name is Reggie. And so Casey, the guest on our last episode, was asking, well, what would you name your pet snake in your plane?
0: I'm sure you got some thoughts about this, because you... Your next pet is going to be a snake, and I'm sure your brain's gonna with some names. Oh, I really want a snake. What would you name your plain snake?
2: I don't know. I haven't thought of names, but um, Winnie.
0: Your gecko is named Winnie.
2: Okay. Um, I Alfredo. All
0: right, that's not bad. Actually, no, I
2: hate that. I hate the pasta. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> we're gonna name it Lufrido after my friend because well, I never talk to him anymore. but We're gonna name him Lufrido.
0: Lufrido.
1: We um. I posted this question on my Instagram stories, and I got a couple responses.
2: <laughs> I'm like, just go with Lufredo. That's what I'm naming the...
0: God, lufa. Oh my gosh. Okay, when I was on my mission, I had a companion from Malaysia. Love her to death. She was like a great companion. But I guess in Malaysia, there's a vegetable that's called a lufa. Oh, I've heard of that. And so we had this huge debate about what a loofah was, whether it was a vegetable or something you used in the shower. And you don't really have access to Google on your mission. And so we couldn't settle the debate with Google. And so it went on for a couple of weeks where like all of us from America were arguing like, no, like you use this in the shower. It's made of plastic. And then she would be like, no, it's a vegetable. And eventually like, we figured it out when we realized we were both right. It's just something in different contexts, but it was just a weird debate that we had. What happens when you have international friends? Oh,
1: friend? I was looking at the podcast Instagram, not my Instagram. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm not seeing it anywhere. Okay, here here we go. So this response comes from Keaton, who is actually my friend from that I met on my trip to China when I was 17, and we roomed together in Beijing, and we... Became like really, really good friends over the trip. Um, and he actually is my younger brother's age and went to he's like in my younger brother's Chinese class. But we asked, What would you name your pet snake? And he said Bartholomew, which I think is perfect. And so that's my favorite response to that question that I wanted to share on the podcast.
2: Oh, I'm jealous I couldn't come up with a name like that. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Today I found a little baby bird <laughs> when I came home from work that was stuck on the staircase leading down to our basement apartment. And he was really, really tiny. And I think, I'm pretty sure he was a baby quail because I've seen the adult quail outside of our apartment (laughs) in the bushes. And anyway, I helped him find the nest out back. And I, um, but anyway, he was really, really cute. And I took a couple pictures of him, but I named him Geronimo. All right. Now, with that all out of the way, we, Livy and Sydney, got off the train back home at like nine at night. And then it took, Two hours after that to running around to Home Depot and Walmart trying to find butane so that we could cook our hot pot before we could do dinner. And then it took a couple more hours to get all of the hardware and sound check and everything. And we finally started the podcast. Now, we finally got all of our house cleaning out of the way. And we can finally talk about this topic, which is something that Sydney is. It's a movie that Sydney has been trying to show me since we were dating. I actually, Three years ago,
0: I actually have shown it to you a couple of times, and you've fallen asleep every time. Well,
1: so. to be fair, one of the times was in your parents' minivan in the back seat on the car DVD player in Zion National Park on the drive through the canyon to the other national park, Bryce Canyon, to see the Utah Symphony perform Star Wars.
2: Is that the car ride that I attacked Melanie in?
0: I don't think it no, was, that was that particular the, car It was ride. that trip, though. It was that trip, yeah, for <laughs> well, sure. He she broke my earbuds. You two went at it, like cats and dogs. <laughs> but, um,
1: but yeah, and so we were winding through the canyon, and I was getting very sick. Because I get motion sick very easily. But if I'm in the back of the car, it's a lot worse. And so I closed my eyes and tried to tune out everything. And so, yeah.
0: I think... There was another time I tried to show it to you, but you were working at UPS, and so you were getting up at like three in the morning to go to work, and so you it was at night that I tried to show it to you, and at that point, you were just super tired, and you conked out like five minutes in, but...
1: I'm pretty sure that was the Will Ferrell soccer movie that you're thinking of.
0: Oh, my gosh. That and School of Rock is also one that I want to show you, that you have fallen asleep three times when we've like tried to watch it. but. Anyways, You Again is. I don't think we've
1: said what the name of the movie is. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. Well, the name of the movie is You Again. And it's one that my family loves that I'm surprised, like, not a lot of people really know or remember. A lot of people don't really know You Again. I mean, I I had
1: never heard of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I bring it up and people don't really know and I describe it and they're like, oh, yeah, maybe I saw that once, like, years ago when it came out, but like. I don't really remember it, but this is one that's near and dear to my family's heart and we yeah. watch it over and over again.
2: Oh yeah, mom watches it like to go to sleep. She has like a few movies that she just puts on. Like I I know her movies and she puts on you again a lot. But mostly just the last few scenes for some reason. So and I sit in there while she falls asleep. Just to spend time with her.
0: I mean, it's like a jam packed cast. You've got Jamie Lee Curtis, Kristen Bell, Sigurney Weaver, Betty White, um, the creepy guy from Legally Blonde, you know the lawyer that like tries to hit on her in the oh, end. Oh, ill. They he plays the dad. I'm sure the actor's a nice guy, but he plays a really creepy character on. It. But in Legally Victor Blonde, Garber. he's a big no no. Yeah, Victor Garber. I was like, I wanted to say like Victor, like Beal or whatever, but then Victor I was like, Victor Graybeard. But no, I was like Lucas Beal was. Uh, Ryan on High School Musical and I was I was getting my last names mixed up. I just found And out-
1: then you got the star oh, of Kate. the movie who stole every scene that he was in, Carl Bornheimer. Oh
0: my god Who plays Tim. Tim is the best character on that show. Oh my gosh, Christian Chenoweth is in it too. Like it's a crazy cast. And Daryl Hall and John Oates.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> they At the end, um, they introduce the wedding band and they're like, Hall and Oates. And they start playing and I'm like, Am I missing? Is that really them? Am I missing the joke? And you're like, yeah, they're really them. And I'm like, wait, how did they get all the notes to play at the wedding? And it's because she's like a publicist, but
0: yeah, anyway. and that was like their song that they met singing karaoke to.
1: Yeah, so I had never seen this because movie before. Kiss is
0: on my list. Oh, because your kiss, your kiss is on my list.
2: Yeah. Cut that out, please. <laughs> oh, you don't have to, but I guess people can hear my angelic voice. You said I'd never seen this movie before.
1: Right. I hadn't forgot where, where I was going with that, though. Oh.
2: The bad habit of cutting people off. How oh, I get to talk when Sydney's in the room so I have to cut her off.
0: Do I talk too much?
2: You really. You and dad going back and forth. Holy crap. You, we cannot get a word in. Me and Melanie have both agreed we can't even get a word in <laughs> until it, like, I literally have to go in and interrupt you guys so much, and then you guys start getting mad at me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care at this point. Dad
0: and I are. Like-minded souls.
2: Yeah. What's that mean?
0: Like-minded, like we're similar.
2: That's me and Melanie.
0: Yeah. Me and Melanie look the exact same and we
2: act the exact same.
0: And we have the same humor.
1: So I had never seen this movie before. Um, and Sydney first described it to me as almost a romantic comedy. But the there wasn't really a romance side of the storyline, even though there were characters that were connected via romance. So she said it was more of a chick flick. And but along the lines kind of of a rom-com. And so I'm picturing in my head kind of how like my, my first impression of the, the title You Again, I thought it was it sounds like someone who like keeps coming back to like the same person It's just like no matter where life takes me, it's always you. You're the center, like very romantic, lovey-dovey. But that is like the total opposite connotation of what You Again means in the context of the movie. And I didn't, I didn't get it until I forget. Someone says it. Betty White says it at the end, but I think someone says it like halfway through, and I realize like, oh, this is what this movie's about. And it's in the context of you see someone that you have not wanted to see, and oh, like they just keep popping up in your life and, and just making your life worse. And you see them, and you're like begrudgingly, like mm, you
0: again.
2: It was the. It was like. <coughs> so it was like. Whatever their names are, like the daughters at first. And then it was the moms and then the grandmas. Yeah.
0: The progression I thought was really funny because it starts out with um, Kristen Bell's character, Marnie, and her high school nemesis, JJ. And her brother is marrying JJ. And she figures this out on the plane to his wedding, basically. And she starts freaking out. And then we find out that JJ's mom or JJ's aunt is Marnie's mom's, like, not nemesis, but like definitely someone she had a falling out with in high school. And so like things are tense there. And then at the very end, they throw in Betty White and yeah, they throw in Betty White and her nemesis. And it was just a nice like cherry on top.
1: I realized that with everyone, it's it's funny that just they kept introducing more and more characters and each character they introduced was the antithesis or, you know, the, the antagonist to a different character's. Uh, goals and motivations, and and it just kept building and building and getting more and more intricate until and then when they went to the the wedding dance rehearsal with what's her name Georgia King, yes with Kristen Chenoweth and her dance assistant was Joanna's ex fiance and Tim like takes off the mask and it's him I realized oh this is exactly the same vibes as. The end scene of Crazy Stupid Love, where like all of the the interconnectedness of everyone's stories just kind of get laid bare and it just kind of goes all out. But it was that scene in Crazy Stupid Love, but stretched throughout the entire movie of You Again. Like that's the whole what the whole movie felt like to me.
0: It's so underrated, I think, as a movie and like as a comedy, like I think it's so underrated, especially like I know. Um, Sometimes in the world, there's a lot of people that say that women can't be funny, but this whole movie is, and the whole plot is driven by the women and the men are more the side characters and you've got these incredibly talented actresses who are just so funny together. And I think, you know, it's a great movie for women, but it's just a great movie in general. I've just grown up, I thought this was like a
2: super popular movie or something, but apparently...
0: No, no, it's most people we'll like need, we'll need to get more cult. Like, I, just, I can't use my words.
1: People need to get more cult, <laughs> they need
0: to be more cults. Yes, you heard it here, everyone. Livy is advocating joining a cult. Please
2: do, please You'll don't. Get,
1: please, please do. Our discussion I'll, I'll this week you. will be what's your favorite cult?
2: <laughs> um, mine will be the one in Riverdale, the organ Farm. Oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> that show is completely unhinged. I know people who actually think of it as a serious show and watch. Maybe we should do an episode on that, Josh. I
1: thought you meant Riverdale, like the city in Utah, like up in, yes. in uh, think it's in Weaver County.
0: Yeah, Ogden area.
1: So I was like, there's an organ farm up there. like
2: <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. We should, we, should we should go take a field but trip down there sometime. But then I realized this is
1: the show that you guys talk about as the dumpster fire. Frequently. Have you not seen it?
2: No. You have to. It's so bad. It's funny. You would hate it. You that one time I figured. That one time when McKay went 420 and then you went blaze it and
0: Veronica lit that guy on fire. Yeah, and it was actually 420. We it's <laughs> something that my siblings and I enjoy sitting down and watching together because we like to watch things that are really terrible and make fun of them. And so we were doing that with I think it was the fourth season. It was the fourth season. Yeah, it was the fourth season. And we were like, oh, 420. And like my brother's like, oh, 420. And I was like, blaze it. And then literally right as I said that one of the characters lights another like someone that had like broken into her like business on fire. You can tell they're really just trying to put seasons out there
2: because they know it's not going to go anywhere because they just came out with the fifth season and they're already on the seventh
0: season. (laughs) Yeah, but the seventh season's gonna be the last one. Thankfully. Yeah, those poor actors have been like locked in the contract. (laughs) I feel so bad for them. Doesn't
1: it have like Cole Sprouse from like the sweet life of Zack and Cody? Yes. Yes. I
0: think like honestly, you watch it and you can tell like the cast is talented and they're doing the best with the material they have, but the writers are clearly not talented. And so it's just you you feel bad for them. You really do. Some writer like, some
2: people just shouldn't be writing. And I think that show is one of those shows that people just shouldn't know. I like Shouldn't take seriously. And I know kids who are just like, oh, I love Riverdale. It's so good. People call it a trashy show, but it's like, it's actually so good. No.
0: I liked the first season, but once they hit, like, halfway through the second season, and Archie was, like, in prison telling these guys who had, like, really lived difficult lives, like, you've never known the epic highs and lows of football. Like, that would really teach them something about life. That was where I was like, I mean, I knew it was going downhill, but that was where I was like, yep, this is it. It is trash. Well, I mean, they don't know the epic highs and lows. That line makes me cringe so badly. Like, I can't even, like, think about it. It just It's inspiration. Okay, we need to stop talking about this line. Otherwise, I'm going to cringe myself to
2: death. (laughs) But Sydney, do you know the epic highs and lows? Stop, (laughs) stop.
1: Well, we're almost at wrap time, and we have talked about plenty, except for the the main topic of the episode. Oh. <laughs> but I figured that was that was to be expected, because...
2: I talk a Livvy's lot. Libby's seen
1: this movie a lot, but she hasn't seen it in a while. I've only seen it once, and that was three weeks ago when we were stuck in bed with COVID for a week. And Sid's seen it so much that she can quote it, probably. Um, oh, definitely but i i was like i loved the movie and we were we had the plan to record it last week but we were so sick we didn't get around to or i guess 2 weeks ago but so sitting down i was like i really don't remember that much about the movie like if we started talking about it i would be reminded but
0: the line that i used to quote all the time and people never knew where this came from but um like i literally would quote it all the time is when they run into tim on the street and he doesn't realize that she that Joanna's engaged and about to get married to another man and so he starts talking to her and he's like someone like blocked your number or some or like won't answer me back or something like what's your n- new number and Betty White's character who plays the grandma and she's very flirtatious and she's like oh it's 5550172 i'm also on facebook and the twitter <laughs> and i thought it was so funny and i would say it every time like i quoted it all the time and like none of my friends got it and it, like no one knew where it came from but i you heard it here i love betty white's character she's
2: so funny and it's kind of rare for something to actually make me laugh like out loud and you again definitely has made that happen
1: my favorite part is during the my favorite part about betty white's character is during the dance rehearsal um everybody kind of starts dance battling and it gets very, very intense and very uncomfortable. But then just at the climax of everybody going at each other. Uh, all of a sudden Betty White swings on the silk drapes like back and forth in the frame, just <laughs> wee, wee yeah, just out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, I forgot that this character was also here. This is what she's up to. She's this frail 90-year-old woman, just
0: wee. Everyone else, yeah.
1: Sorry She's to so our neighbors at three in the morning, hearing us right underneath them go.
0: wee <laughs> we are so punchy tonight. I think that's why we haven't been able to stay on topic. I
1: don't know why you say punchy when you're. It's because, but we're you also only up. talk about. You have at least on three episodes described us as being punchy when it's <laughs> late at night.
0: Well, because punchy is when it's late at night and you're so tired you start to get delirious and like and weird. I, I think so.
1: I thought you meant like punchy as in someone spiked the punch. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's what punchy means is like someone spiked our punch, but we haven't <laughs> we haven't had any punch.
0: Well, today I learned that flippant can also mean being happy. I thought it was just dismissive, but is that from the game I was playing? Yeah. So I guess I I'm know. learning. Well, to be fair, today always... that all the words I say are wrong.
2: My competitors always put like the fanciest words or like the fanciest things, and then I'm like, oh. But at least I'm always first. Because you're usually for the Harry asking Potter spells. the people around you. Except for the Harry Potter spells. For some reason, I could only get spelling, like very few, and yet I love Harry Potter. Yeah.
0: That was very lame of yeah, me. Yeah,
1: punchy means punch drunk.
0: Well, that's how we I act mean. When you we're could tired. describe like tired, delirious as punchy. My friends. I imagine Wouldn't if tell I them. got drunk on Punch, this is what I'd be like. But we'll never know.
2: My friends tell me when I'm tired, I, act, I seem like I'm drunk. So I'm punchy.
0: You're drunk on life.
2: I'm drunk on...
1: Okay. Do you remember when we recorded sleep. the HR Puff and Stuff episode and I had to tell you guys to stop saying the word acid trip? I'm going <laughs> to say right now we should stop talking about being drunk. Otherwise, I might have to mark this as not family friendly.
2: <laughs> this is not an explicit podcast.
1: Alcoholism is not an endorsement we want to involve ourselves in. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to I'm sorry I didn't even say a punchline, line no pun intended because of you know the punchy I didn't even say a punchy line yet and Sid is in tears my
2: my God, what you think?
0: I thought you were <laughs> I'm like you're crying I thought you were going to say like alcoholism is not a joke Jim you know like that <laughs> Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. And then my brain went there, and I thought it was funny.
2: Obviously, it's not.
0: What are you talking about? I'm,
2: I'm
1: not
0: crying, laughing. I'm crying, laughing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so loud that you're <laughs> you're clipping so much. I'm sorry. We. I'm
0: always the problem child in the sound. I department.
1: know. I I was telling you. You're Libby, always the
2: problem child in
0: everything. We set up <laughs>
1: all of the mics and everything, and I said, "Okay, all we have to do now is a sound check, and if Sydney cooperates, it should go smoothly <laughs> because we." We do, on one of the most recent episodes, we did a 30-minute sound check. Then as soon as we hit record, Sid readjusted where she was sitting about a foot away from the mic.
0: Okay, but I didn't readjust this time. I've stayed in the same place.
1: Kind of. But you keep like going like this to the mic. Sorry. It's okay.
0: It's not okay. No, no. Shut <laughs> up.
1: I also just, i I want to make it very clear that... Livy and I have entered into a verbal agreement with Sydney that should it be the case that she poops her pants during the, this recording <laughs> of the episode, that we will not remove that audio and that it will be upon the burden of the listener's ears to experience that.
0: Well, joke's just- on you because I am not doing that this time.
1: You know that TikTok that's like where the girl's like, I'm curious what... um niche topic you personally perceive to be comedy gold and then people like stitch it with what they think is peak comedy. Yeah. It's potty humor for me. Oh I know It was funny (laughs) in elementary school and it was (laughs) it and it never ceased to be funny.
0: I know the amount of times you've texted me poop. (laughs) I know. You always say poop your pants. Like you cannot stop.
1: It's like literally like a vocal stim addiction that whenever I'm humming lyric um or trying to sing and I don't know the words, my filler word for any song lyrics is always poop your pants.
0: I wish I would have known this before we got married because you didn't do this until after we got married. And it was a few months into our marriage too. That was intentional. I've been duped.
1: You've been pooped. <laughs> the, the best part is your mom is very... She tries really hard to keep the fi- family dynamic <laughs> appropriate, but she is a sucker for potty humor. And I can rely... Solely on the fact that if I quote the song from Community about Pierce Hawthorne, where he says, Stinky and ugly, he smelled like a fart, go poo poo in his pants and poo poo in my heart, (laughs) that your mom will die laughing.
2: She's actually starting to get mad at me, (coughs) telling me to stop saying that people are pooping their pants right now.
0: Okay. I keep telling you. Well, when mom and dad were young, like when they were newlyweds, dad would go around. And he would say, fart, just in, like, random times. Like, they'd just be sitting here, and Dad would be like, fart. And Mom would burst out laughing every time without fail. We're telling all your secrets, Mom. (laughs) 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 What is this episode? Okay, you know what? I think you and I are a bad combination, Liz.
2: (laughs) We we always have. I know. (laughs) Like, who decided to put us in
0: a room together? I don't know, but... (laughs) That was a disaster. That was a disaster. (laughs)
2: Oh my gosh, that was the worst idea ever. We got in so many arguments. Josh, I feel so bad for you. You have to share a
0: room with that woman.
1: Yeah, it's not easy. No,
2: it's really
0: not. I can't even argue with that. I am a hard person to live with, and I know that.
2: I have firsthand experience, and I it was scary. I was constantly fearing for my life.
0: What are you talking about? I only threatened to stab intruders in the eyes with screwdrivers.
2: And um, uh, I felt very safe after that. After she said that,
0: I felt very safe. I hope so. I so hope was like, you No, know, I'm, I'm sc- your guardian angel.
2: Because I was like, I'm scared I'm going to get kidnapped in the middle of the night. And then she's like, She said, Well, I have a screwdriver-, <laughs> screwdriver right here. And if somebody walks in, I'll poke their eyes out with this. True story. She's my guardian angel. Thank
0: you, Sydney. We were engaged at that point, too.
1: I wasn't even listening. I tuned out <laughs> 10 minutes ago. So you said we were engaged by that point. I don't know what point that was.
0: Oh, you- when Sydney
2: threatened, said, Cause I was like, I'm scared. I'm gonna get kidnapped, like in the middle of the night. And she said, "Well, I have a screwdriver right here. And if anybody tries to come in and steal you, I'll I'll stab their eyes out." Huh. So you have a violent wife? Not. Violent, I'll just let you
1: just... guys finish the podcast episode, and I'll just sit quietly and enjoy my apple cedra.
2: Please don't. Sydney's not super. Sydney scares me. I'm just kidding. You're funny. You're... I'm
0: not violent. I just Do you hear didn't that? Protected.
1: That's me enjoying my apple cedra. <laughs>
0: How is your Apple Cedra? Ah,
1: seedralicious.
0: I- I'm curious, though, because it was $0.30. Cents. Is it worth repurchasing?
1: Maybe. I went to the Asian market to get the hot pot base, and since I was just went in there for the one thing, <laughs> she said, well, it's going to be a couple dollar charge to use your credit card since it's under the $5 minimum, so you can either pay that or just grab a couple extra things. And it was right next to the, like the fridge, and I just grabbed some. Drinks. I grabbed this apple cedra, which looked interesting, and uh, oh, what's it called? K- cal- calpico or something? It's like a yogurt drink that I think is like a soda version of it or something. But
0: I think I'm going to try your apple sidra. No, I no. just burped. You are not.
1: No. You are not going to try my apple cedra. No, you have your own rockstar fruit punch. I've-
0: didn't you just buy your own? <laughs> That's kind of weird. I'm so sorry. Are you Josh. proud of me? I didn't even swish that time. I'm so sorry, Josh. Your wife steals from you.
1: I know. Now I know how you feel when she stole some of your popcorn.
0: Yeah, I I was not the one doing the popcorn stealing. I made my own every time. I want to make. <laughs> and you that also butter.
1: burnt your own. Yeah.
2: yeah, I warned you. I was like Sydney, your popcorn's burning, and you're like, oh, well, oh, but doesn't it just turn off? I'm like, no, our microwave does not
0: work that way. Our microwave. Did, did you push like sucks.
1: the popcorn button?
0: Okay, yeah, because the sensor used to be really good. It is. Haven't not you ever good.
1: looked? Every single bag of popcorn says. Do not use the popcorn button.
0: (laughs) Okay, except my parents' microwave has a sensor and it used to be really good, but at this point, I'm having a hard time keeping track of what is and isn't broken in my parents' house. Okay, at this
2: point, the microwave is hardly even working. It goes, sometimes we go a few days without a microwave (laughs) because it just completely stops working and starts beeping, so we just have to turn it off. So be very careful with our. But you have an air fryer,
1: and I mean nachos in your air fryer, like. I do
2: have an
0: A couple air months fry.
1: ago, so
0: good. Was,
1: I'd never used an air fryer before, but I made nachos in there.
0: Top notch. Not- hey it guys, do you remember when we decided to sit down and do a podcast about the movie You Again? No. That's
1: why are you bringing it up? You're the one who keeps getting distracted.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know so what you're anyway.
0: talking about. I just don't know what to talk about in the movie. <laughs> Throw something at me.
1: Yeah, my wedding ring. You can take it back.
0: Please help. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs>
1: they scare me. I'm done with you. I've ha- I've just decided I've had enough. Listeners, for those of you who are not with us and you couldn't see, my dear, lovely, soon-to-be ex-wife just flipped me the bird. You
0: deserve it.
1: Okay. The the only reason I'm staying with you is because of this podcast. It's an <laughs> obligation that I don't feel like would be fair to our listeners if we stopped now.
2: If not, we'll have Plus, a- Plus, pr- it would
1: be a little bit awkward if we continued the podcast after we split up.
2: If not, if you guys maybe I should up, cut
1: that out in case we do split
0: up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. We'll have an empty either. room. <laughs> we'll have an empty room at our house for
0: you, Josh. Sorry, said, yeah, Josh is the favorite. Yeah, no, that's me.
1: Listeners, our discussion question this week is: which, which Hanson... host is your favorite, <laughs> me or Sydney?
0: <laughs> I thought you're gonna say which Hanson family member is your favorite because well, we all know the know. answer is Josh. <laughs> yeah,
1: and yeah, it the the tiered children of. Your parents, but specifically your dad, in order is me and then Sage and then Rosie.
0: It might be switched. I think he enjoys like taking walks with Rosie because Sage has a Sage tore her meniscus and so he can't. Well your dad's not ableist.
1: He's not gonna dislike Sage because she's disabled. But he likes Sage because she's not an idiot.
0: Fair enough.
2: <laughs> Which isn't an ableist
1: thing. Rosie just chooses to be idiotic.
2: Stupid. Yeah. Rosie is so stupid. But he actually doesn't have a favorite between those two. I asked him because I told him mine. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie? Rosie can't find her tennis ball when it's like right in front of her. Wait,
0: actually, I think she might be a little bit like blind. <laughs> like, honestly. I blame, I blame it from concussion. Yeah.
2: For the stupidity that she has to go
0: through every day. All right. Well. Too dumb wanna... to think about seeing. Do we have any more words we want to say about you again?
1: I don't know. We're already at 60 minutes.
0: You again is funny.
1: This reminds me of the bonus episode I made with my brother Jonathan <laughs> when we talked we watched we binged watched the whole first season of The Mandalorian at night, and then we woke up early the next morning, went out to get breakfast, and then came home and binged watched the whole second season because he had never seen it. And we sat down to make a podcast episode about it, and we talked about it for a little bit. And then we ended up instead writing a theme song and doing Star Wars sound effect impressions and just joking around. And And so, like, on the the episode description, I was like, do not listen to this episode. You've been warned.
0: (laughs) You two are really weird together in, like, the best possible way.
1: The second best possible way. The best possible way is the way that Sam and McKay, your brother McKay and your cousin Sam are together.
2: No, please. That scares me. Oh, no, please. Sam and McKay together is like...
0: (laughs) An acid trip. Scarier. It's scarier. Whenever I've been with Sam and McKay... Stop saying acid trip, Sid.
1: Whenever I've been with Sam and McKay, like um, the week of our anniversary last year when we went to Park City to go shopping with your aunt, Leslie, um, I was paired, not paired, but like... You girls all went and did your thing, and me, Sam, and McKay tried to find things to do. And but I was with them, and the whole time I felt like such a jealous third wheel because I'm like, these guys are so funny, and I like to think of myself as a funny guy, but I just oh man,
0: you can't compete with their chemistry, like, no no one can. can. Them
2: together is just like the funniest thing in the whole entire world, and then add Joseph on top that is just. The cherry on top for all three of them. And just I'm add sure, any of their friends. Oh, I
1: was <laughs> so going to say, funny. I'm sure listeners love hearing us talk about people that they don't know, but they hopefully have well, listened to, to the people. HR Puffin Stuff episode and heard McKay.
0: I feel like now we just need to post like a family photo and I think be like, te- here's all the people we're talking about. If
1: they've been a guest in the past, you can call them a friend of the pod. So friend of the pod, McKay Hansen and dub of the pod. Hanson, yeah. dub, of the pod
0: <laughs> dub of the pod. Camel Malone.
2: Baloney. Okay. No one ever knows how to pronounce his last name. It's really funny. Okay.
1: All right. It's three thirty a.m. now, and I still have an episode of Kenobi to watch, and an episode of Miss Marvel to watch, and I have to go to work at seven or eight.
0: All right. Any parting words? You again. Solid movie, like a solid, like eight out of ten. If you guys have not seen it, go watch it. Oh, I
1: did want to bring up how often during the movie, basically in any scene that Jamie Lee Curtis was in. You mentioned that Jamie Lee Curtis, specifically her character in that movie, is your mom.
0: It's kind of true though. Like, because she has like the pixie cut and everything, like my mom. And she's always like, she's like very like my mom is one of the nicest people ever, and she's all about giving people second chances and giving them the benefit of the doubt. And like Jamie Lee Curtis's character is the exact same way.
1: Except ex she like preaches that. But then when it comes down to it, she is very, very jealous and competitive with her ex-best friend from high school, who was played by Sigourney Weaver.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis is not my mom, for clarification, but yeah. And then, oh, also, like, the former cheerleader thing. My mom was a cheerleader in high school. So is Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Oh, and also, like, how everyone, like, loved Jamie Lee Curtis. Everyone loves my mom. I don't think I've met a person that, like, disliked my mom. Like, all my friends in high school- would, like, talk about how much they loved my mom and how awesome she was. And I can't disagree, so.
1: I guess at our next uh, family get-together, we need to gaslight and pressure your mom into performing one of her (laughs) high school cheer routines.
2: Gaslight and girl box.
0: Mom! And gatekeep. (laughs) When Jamie Lee Curtis kicks up, like, does a high kick in her dress, and Kristen Bell's like, Mom!
2: (laughs) Let's move on. That was a scary topic.
0: My mom used to have, like, her, like, cheerleading outfit. I fit into that when I was in second grade. Yeah, me too. My mom was tiny, and she would pull that out, and we would play dress-ups with it. But, yeah, I think Jamie Lee Curtis's character is very similar to, like, my mom in real life. Except I don't know if my mom really had a rival.
2: I doubt it. Mom was the—mom
0: is—not was, is literally the sweetest person on earth. She is. No one hates her. She had a track coach that called her pretentious once. Or, like, stuck up or something like that.
2: That's so stupid. It's because
0: she wouldn't join the track team because she was already a cheerleader and, like, busy doing other stuff.
2: Was that person actually being serious?
0: Yeah, he was. He was, like, Ew. his mom was a fast runner, too, because I'll go mom's burn at his everything house everything she tries. And so he was just well, mom's just, like, perfect. he tried to recruit her for the track team, and she was just, like... I, I'm, like, too busy, and he called her, like, pretentious or stuck up or some you know something along those lines.
2: Well, when I find him, he's going to have to get a restraining order against me. Okay.
1: Well, this has been another episode of Thanks for Participating. I've been Josh, and she's been Sydney, and over in the far corner in... what What's wrestling like? In corner number one is blah, blah, blah. Corner number two is John Cena. Do, do,
0: do, do. To be honest, I've never watched a wrestling meet, so I have no idea.
1: Yeah, me either. I just thought that I had absorbed that in the ether of pop culture or something. But anyway, joining us in the studio, which is our living room, was Livy. <coughs> thanks for being here, Livy. Yes. It was fun and not at all stressful to try to make this podcast with all three <laughs> of us.
2: We slayed. <laughs> Melanie, you slay.
1: And once again, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Josh underscore is underscore rich and Sydney at dip your chicken. Follow Thanks for Participating at tfp underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok and tfp underscore show on Twitter. You can also support the show now by ordering some podcast merch. The link to our Tee Public store is in the show notes. Don't forget to email your answer to today's discussion question, which we haven't made yet. What's our discussion question?
0: Question. I feel like it has to be about rivals. Yep. Soup is about rivals. Um, okay. This might be kind of a weird question to ask, but like, what is your like strain, strangest nemesis? Uh.
1: If you could take down your nemesis at their wedding, how would you do it?
0: Ooh, okay, okay.
1: Like if you could take down your nemesis once and for all at their wedding rehearsal, what would be your strategy?
0: And for those of you, I'm just throwing it out there, showing a video from a time capsule made in high school is not an option. No cop out.
1: Spoiler alert, geez. We didn't even talk about the movie enough for people to realize what movie we are talking about to get a chance to go see it. Just kidding. <laughs> So, if you could take down your nemesis once and for all at their wedding rehearsal, how would you do it? That's our discussion question. And don't forget to either email your answer to us. Uh, Our email address is participating.podcast at gmail.com. Or I will try to post that on my Instagram story, and you can reply to that story. And we will go through in our next episode the responses that we get to the question. And hopefully you guys have some good ideas. Because if they're bad ideas, I'll just be very disappointed in the caliber of our listenership.
0: You will cry. Don't make Josh cry.
1: Unless it's you send me something that's so good that I cry in laughter, which...
0: That's acceptable.
1: Maybe I'll just send in my own response. Because usually (laughs) I laugh at my own jokes so much I cry. This is true. Okay, quick reminder to rate and review the show on iTunes if you feel like being nice. Reviewers will earn a shout out at the beginning of the podcast. You can also now rate the show on Spotify as well. Our cover art is by Vaishan Brandon. Check him out at Vaishan Designs on Instagram. And our epic theme music was composed by Mitch Fry. Follow him at Firefly underscore on Instagram and Mitch Fry Music on YouTube.
0: Thank you to all of our listeners. We love you. And thank you guys for participating.
1: And thanks for not getting sidetracked when we try to record a podcast episode about a chick flick.
0: It's not a chick. It is kind of a chick.
1: Your mom's not a chick flick.
0: Your butt's not a chick plate. The only thing that tops no, potty
1: humor is your mom humor.